the 2-2. And Goldie hits it out to deep left. It's at the wall. God! That's how you extend the hitting portion of the streak with a two-run bomb. 21 games in a row with a hit for Paul Goldschmidt. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Tuesday. Coming up, 11 a.m. Eastern time, we'll have Sean Zarillo of the Action Network giving us a mid-side on Major League Baseball. We just dove into some of the division winners, where we think some value is here. We want to dive into the awards market, but quickly – Joe, we didn't get to World Series futures. Well, let's start there, and then we can kind of jump into some of these awards and where the value is and a lot of of movement here in some of these awards markets. And, um, you know, you could bet on who's going to lead in certain categories. But right now, um, for the World Series, I I gave out a few minutes ago where we sit at for the the top of of Major League Baseball in terms of the futures. But Dodgers plus 450, Yankees 6-1, Astros 8-1, Mets 8-5. That's what I'm seeing right now. Uh, Mm -hmm. Your four favorites, the only four teams shorter – than 10 to 1 right now to win the World Series. We talked up the Phillies and where they're at after a 4 and 11 stretch. What what stands out to you when you look at World Series odds right now? Well, I always check Toronto to see if the number's fallen, to it see hasn't. if it's bettable. Not really, but it's 10 to 1, which is a lot better than what we where we were before the season started right. and it's just past Memorial Day. So, a lot of season left and it looks like they're going to be in the playoffs no matter what, even if they don't win the division. So, I always check that. That jumps out to me. I think the sweet spot is seventh, eighth favorite moving down, like that eight to 12 range. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just trashed the White Sox, how they should not be the favorite in the division at this point. And I, and I believe that. But I also could believe that 20 to 1 is really tempting for them to win the World Series compared to where they were before the season. And they're going to start to get healthier. That, that jumps out. So this range of like eight eight favorite to 12 favorite. I'll rattle off the teams. White Sox pop. Angels, maybe. Maybe. I and, mean, you know, Jake just made the point that they're going to add. They have an owner that's dying to win. And this could be the first chance at the deadline where they're going to be in a position to win. So so they should add to that team. The uh, Angels, 25 to 1. Giants, Rays, also 25 to 1. And... We mentioned the Phillies earlier. They're 40 to 1. We're not saying bet it. We're just look at these teams around the Phillies. The Cardinals are 35 and the Twins are 40. I know the Red Sox offense looked good recently, but they're they don't have what it takes. They it's gonna be tough for them to make the playoffs even. Uh especially coming out of that division, just to get, you know, into the top three teams in that division. But that 20 to 40 range involving White Sox, Angels. Giants, Rays, Cardinals, Twins, that's what pops. Yeah, I I think the White Sox have some last year's Braves to them that if they get hot at the right time, they certainly have a chance uh, if they get to October. Mm-hmm. You know I like the Giants, I th- and they've been banged up, and they're still where they need to be, so I think they'll be better in the second half. But all those teams, what's the Cardinals number? What are you seeing? 35. I like that number. Yeah. Goldschmidt is having a Goldschmidt might be having the most under the radar season in baseball. He's hitting 350 with, with power. We well, we'll the, talk the, about his number coming up for the National League MVP. Arenado's yeah. been great. They've got some young players that they've added into the equation. I I think there's something there. Now, is Jack Flaherty coming back? Jake, do you know if, if Flaherty's going to be Ooh, part of, of this? 
Yeah, so he started a throwing program, which is a little ahead of schedule of where they thought he'd be. So it looks like he will be back probably in the second half, probably mm -hmm. after the All-Star break. But as of right now, that's more than they thought they were going to get out of him all season. Yeah. It's a game changer if he comes back. I mean, that's so – I mean, he, he's the good as any pitcher traded. Him. Yeah. Yeah, so, I like that number on them. Okay, Cardinals at 35. You like Cardinals at 35 more than Twins at 40? Yeah. Four and a half games twins. in the division. I know. Do you think the Twins are getting through the combination of Yankees, Astros to, to go, get to and then win a World Series? I just, I don't know. So not, I, I buy them for the regular season. It's just hard for me to see it all the way through. I mean, it's a good number. For a team that could win their division, we talked about that. that it's a good number. I just, can you picture the Twins winning the World Series this year? No, no, especially if they face the Yankees in the playoffs. Right. Which they haven't <laughs> beat them ever. Like, never years. ever going to happen. Uh, a, a reminder to shop around. We see the Phillies. We mentioned them at forty to one, twenty-five to one at some books. Uh, the Twins, forty to one, twenty-five to one at some books. So e even these World Series futures, make sure you're shopping around because there are some big differences. Totally. Um, okay, so we got some good numbers, and I, I like that range. We'll keep checking in on that range. White Sox, Giants, Rays, Phillies, Twins, Cardinals. Can I throw that... one more out there real quick? What do you got? Please. With the Padres at 17 to 1, they're a top five team in baseball. Yeah. Tatis yeah. will be back. They probably have the NL rookie of the year with Mackenzie Gore. Machado's gonna be an MVP candidate. They might have the National League Cy Young with Mackenzie Gore. <laughs> Just yeah. saying. Do you worry about their offense at all? I know no, Tatis is going to come back, but it's really just Machado. They don't hit other than Machado. I just worry about if they have enough offense. No, but 17 is a good number on them. No, it is. Yeah. And they I, have more you're telling me They're not going to fall apart like last year. You're telling me you got a better team that's 17. It's the Braves or Padres. Oh, put Padres 100 times out of 100. Yeah. Braves have had a weird year. Just It's mm -hmm. like they can't gain any traction. Every time I think they're about to turn it around, they, they don't do that. Yeah, it's I know it's easy and it's kind of lazy to do this, but th there's a reason teams don't repeat in this sport. It's tough. It is well, it's so much wear and tear, especially for pitchers, young pitchers to do it the next year, like to go that extra month of the season and then they have to keep going the next year. It's, it is a lot. Uh, Braves right there with the Padres 17 to one. All right, let's jump to the awards market here. Um Joe, there's a lot of different ones we could throw out, but one, let's circle back, as we mentioned it last week. We were looking for some value AL MVP down the board. And two we threw out last week were Tim Anderson, 80-1. to one. And then we hit on the one you liked was Rafael Devers, 50-1. to one. I see this morning Rafael Devers at 25-1 to one as the Red Sox continue to play pretty good baseball, and he is just hitting the cover off the ball. So that number has changed significantly. Yep. Number cut in half, I think, over the weekend. Yeah, because we talked about it late last week. Mm -hmm. like, you know, there's not that much of a, a gap between Trout, Ramirez, and then Devers. Now, it, it's when their offense went on an absolute tear. But, you know, F4, your leader is Trout and Ramirez at 3.0 and Devers 2.8. We judge in between at 2.9. American League MVPs, right now, it's a five-player race at the moment. Now, that that's going to change. We've seen it change in the nationally because it looked like, oh my God, it's Machado all mm. by himself just a week ago. Uh, but right now it's Trout Ramirez, Judge Devers. <sighs> we just had a point where we, we have to consider putting some, I don't think he'll win the award, 
But I just continue to see Ward up there, and he's 100 to 1, and he's got a 2.7 F4. I just like, that's when is this going to stop with him? I don't know. But at the same time, it's just like he is the third most important player on his own team. I know. It's it's I know. bizarre. But were some people saying the same thing before last season about Otani? Yeah, they, they were. I mean, his number is off the charts. I mean, he's sitting 359 with a 472 on base, 709 slugging. His adjusted OPS is 238. What's his BABIP? Do you have that in front of you? I could find that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's been some luck factor here, but still. Um, three, uh, four, sixteen. Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that's it's a no, but hundred to one is pretty tempting. Uh, Devers was the spot. By the way, Tim Anderson injury over the weekend. Brutal. I know. Brutal. He that's- can't miss time. Like that's the problem with him. He needs to have a great season, play all the games. Is it the- serious? Like how bad is it? Um, oh, was it an oblique? I watched it, but I wasn't sure what he hurt. I saw it too, and it took them a couple days before they made it official. Yeah, when he went down. Um, groin, I guess groin, groin injury. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was that like midsection. You could tell like he grabbed, he, he, you could tell he pulled a muscle there. As soon as yeah, he threw the and, ball to the And we base. talked about the, the week that they're going to have. So I expect the Twins to be favorites pretty, pretty soon. Yeah, they're going to miss TA a ton. But... You know, Devers is the obvious look right here, even though the number went from 50 to 25. Um, overall point, this is up for grabs. There isn't a clear-cut leader, American League MVP. I, I think it's interesting that Mike Trout is third. I, you're not getting super valuable because it's Mike Trout, but plus four, I see him at plus 450 behind Otani yep. and Judge. I mean, yep. he's having a great year. And if I wonder if they get to the playoffs this year. I know that doesn't matter as much in baseball anymore. It almost doesn't matter at all. But I wonder if it's like he got healthy. They went. They finally made the playoffs. If he has a good year, I, I just feel like I feel like Trout, if he stays healthy. Trout should be the favorite. He yeah, he's not. Right and now. he's not right now, which feels a little crazy. Um, okay, NL. Machado was the favorite for about a month. He's no longer the sole favorite. I see both him and Mookie Betts at 4-1. Mookie Betts. Just had one of the greatest months of his career. I mean, he had the 12 home runs in the month of May, up to 15 now on the season. He's been remarkable for the Dodgers. And you look up, I think this morning I looked on Fangraphs, he and Machado were tied in F4. Mm-hmm. So they're even now, and that's what the odds reflect. 4-1, to 4-1. to one. And then there's Paul Goldschmidt, who has just been raking for the Cardinals. I mean, he's been unbelievable. He's at 8-1. to one. So we've got some pretty significant candidates having big years in the NL. Okay, NL MVP, not nearly as wide open as AL MVP is. Right. You said it. Machado bets both 4-1 to one for a reason. They're tied in F4. And then when we go to Goldschmidt, no knock on him. He's 8-1. to one. He's third. But it's almost a win behind. Almost a win for Paul Goldschmidt. And can he take it to the bets machado level right now? I mean, that, that's a big question. Um. Yeah, it's hard to find value. Maybe Freeman? Maybe, but he's already won one of these. I'm not and you've got a team full of all-stars. I have a tough time seeing Freeman get this award, but right now it's a race between Machado and Betts. Do we think there uh, how far does Juan Soto have to fall before we bet him? He's down at 20 to 1. He opened was he the I think he was the favorite to start the season. Yeah, he always he was is. the favorite. Uh, he's <laughs> Remember last year, when did you get him at? In August, 150 to 1, 130 to 1? 
fifty, and it was, and he got top three, right? Yeah, I think he was second behind uh, behind Harper last year to win the NL MVP. I mean, he he has that ability to just go off. I mean, we saw it in August, September last year. He basically hit four hundred and got on base like sixty five percent of the time for two months. I just watched that number keep falling. I don't think he's going to catch those guys, but man, when there's a hitter that good at that low of a number, I'm, I'm going to be tempted he's, soon. He's over two wins behind them. Let me throw another one at you with a good, with a pretty good number. 40 to one. Lindor. On the best team in the league or second best team with the Dodgers. Yeah. 2.0 F4. New what do you York. think of him being so far behind Pete Alonso, his teammate? In, in the, the in the odds. Yeah. I'm seeing Alonso at 12 to 1. So that's counting stats. That's RBI. what I make of it. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what I make of that. So I mean, I, isn't isn't he up in the isn't he high in the counting stats in part due to Lindor? Sure. Yeah. Of course he is, yeah. Yeah, I think Lindor is interesting at that number. It like reminds me of the Tibbs voting, the New York, like you throw right. everything else out. Hey, I could see. Uh, so, which Met is going to be high in MVP voting? That's your question. It probably should be Lindor, but the, the Alonzo thing is weird. I didn't. I didn't expect this morning to see that. That surprises me. Yeah. Um. But really, is there a ton of value at the moment? Not really. I don't really see it. Nothing stands out. We'll go to the pitching side. Go ahead. All right, we'll go to AL. There's a gap between Gaussman, but second in the in the metrics that pop, we already know. Why is Scooball forty to one still? It hasn't moved at all, and he continues to pitch pretty well. I feel like his last start, he came back a little bit, but he's pitched well. Yeah. So why why just I don't – do you think Verlander should be the favorite? Who else? Do you think Gosman should? Uh, yeah. I mean, Verlander's been – With a bullet. So he, yeah, but Ver, Verlander did go – what, was it Friday night he struggled against Seattle? He, his last start, he wasn't very good. So he finally mm-hmm. had – was he finally seemed mortal there. Well, look, his, his strikeout rate isn't elite with Verlander. And the ERA number is the one that everybody talks about, and it's we're two oh three. He's going to regress. It, some of the peripherals, three six six FIP. He's got a one one F four. His str- strand rate is above ninety five percent. All of this is not going to continue. I don't think Verlander should be the favorite. His lowest strikeout rate since twenty fourteen. He finished with a four five ERA that year. Just to keep that yeah. in mind. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's he's 18th in F4 among American League pitchers. Why? You know what? It, it's interesting. That's the fir- this is the first lead candidate that we're poking real holes in. Like uh-huh. th- that means there's value there. We'll dive more into that AL Cy and NL Cy Young. And I'm going to give you a numbers last year on Soto at this time last year and what he finished. There's he he does this. I, I still think there's value there. Once Soto, we'll hit that next. Okay. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.